Postdoc transformation. Postdoc transformation. Postdoc transformation. Invest in your postdoc transformation. Welcome to the weekly show for scientists leaping into business. In every episode, we are happy to recommend employers of choice for you. For your career transition, we offer customized career transition e-courses and memberships, also at graduate schools all over the world. Maybe yours too. And if your university isn't yet our customer, enroll in your free email course for career transition made simple, as linked in the show notes. I'm your host, Professor Dr. Anna Sui Winkles, and let's build your postdoc transformation with this episode. Do you feel paralyzed when you're thinking towards the PhD end? Maybe you are simply afraid of leaving academia because you know how to work with the people in the lab and you just don't have an idea of how it's like working in business. Are you thinking, what can you do with your PhD in XYZ? Maybe you're thinking also like, yeah, you've been trained in academia. How can you even think of navigating your way into business when you've never had an internship or a practical business related study degree? Maybe you're also thinking your supervisors have invested so much in you that you don't want to let them down and everyone has been expecting you to go further and further after the bachelor is the master's, the PhD, and of course the postdoc is the next one. But is that really you? These are all the questions that we will cover plus a bonus question. And I hope that you will enjoy your postdoc transformation show episode. Let's dive right in. Question number one. So I'm afraid of leaving academia, probably not unveiling it. This is all I know because of the bachelor and master and then PhD right afterwards. Will I be bored or, you know, will I be unsatisfied or uninspired as a professor who went right after the PhD into business, but also leaned back into academia? I have to say, I've seen lots of intelligent people on both sides, right? I've seen also a lot of dumb people on both sides. Right. And a related question is also, well, the ones, the academics who are leaving academia are probably the second class who didn't make it to the top and something like that. And I strongly encourage you to think about these misconceptions because you find people from all walks of life, from all intelligence, from the whole spectrum in both worlds. And the challenges that they have in the business world are definitely different to the ones who are the, the challenges in the science or in academia, right? So it's a different pace. It's a different impact on the people who are impacted because decisions in business can make or break the projects, can make or break the salaries, can make or break the opportunity to earn your salary to support your families. And that means a, a decision or a challenge in business can be much more impactful than in science where it's maybe more or less foundational and groundbreaking, but it's a long-term game. And also maybe your contribution is just one puzzle piece and it's hard to discern your own impact in the research world, at least 
in my case, I knew that when I published my papers, only five people would read my papers. And I didn't think that this was a lot of impact. And I thought that I would have a lot, much more impact in business, which I did. But then on the other hand, when I boomerang back as a professor, I realized that I have much more impact with young curious minds in their bachelor and also in their master thesis. They can learn from me how I think it should be based on my theoretical, but also on the practical background that I gained. And just for the record, because maybe you don't know me, I was an IT strategy consultant in the years between my PhD of neuroscience and until I was appointed as a professor of national and occupational psychology. So in these couple of years, I gained a lot of IT and business experience, and which is why I'm also able to deliver all my free career services by automation and email marketing and websites and everything like that. And did you know that I offer deep dive e-courses, workshops, and memberships at graduate school, maybe also at yours in the future? Ask your graduate school coordinator whether they want to book my services so that I can deliver them to you 24-7, 365 on your mobile device. So for me, this is my hobby and I love it. This is how I share my privilege of becoming a professor because this is actually a rare occasion. As a mom of two children, it's hard and it's also rare and I acknowledge my privilege and so I share that with you. Hey, do you need a well-paid job in business aligned with your vision of life as soon as possible? You don't have access to a supportive career guide at your graduate school? Then this is for you. I know that leaping out of science can be lengthy, full of misconceptions and scary without experience guidance. And maybe you already know how it feels to get rejections on non-academic job applications. So wouldn't it be comforting to have me by your side so that you can land your future-proof job? Imagine the feeling of getting job interview invites after you submitted a winning CV, cover letter, and sustainably rock your LinkedIn. Do you want to become confident through my interview and contract negotiation rehearsal? With me, you can confidently fine-tune suitable roles, working conditions, benefits, and compensations. This postdoc transformer bundle is the first time that I ever offer it, and it grants you 24-7 access to the two e-courses, Career Transition into Business and Digital Personal Branding, that are usually exclusively offered at graduate schools. Now you can share all your job application material and questions, as many as you like, and I will answer via exclusive video lessons sent to you via email within 24 hours. So subscribe until you start your job and you don't need me as your career transition guide anymore. How would you feel to be able to worry-free pay all your running bills and reduce your student debts as you earn 60 to 125k annual salaries. Remember, every month without a well-paid job worsens your financial situation, so it takes longer to become financially stable. Also, receiving too many rejections for your job applications after your PhD will reduce your chances to get a job aligned with your vision of life. So, subscribe to your monthly 
PowerStock Transformation Bundle for your guided career transition into business now. If you want to think about people you are working with, then I recommend to you episode one of the Post Transformation Show because there's the question about the people you want to work for and with your supervisor, but also your colleagues and also your clients or your whoever is working with you. All right. So the next question would be then, what can I do with a PhD in XYZ? Don't think about this just from the perspective of your degree and yourself. But instead, you need to think of the two perspectives, right, from the external point of view. Your employers or your potential employers aren't that interested in your degree, be it the bachelor, the master, or the PhD. But instead, they are thinking of what can you transfer from all your theoretical knowledge to make a contribution towards their real-world business problems. You need to be able to switch the perspective so that you can think of your skills as being helpful for solving the problems in their daily business. For this, I can also strongly recommend to you the episode number four, which is the future of work. Just a hint, every semester I will record the future of work again and again, because that may change after half a year or another year. So this is the episode that I also share with my own bachelor and master's students so that they can always have the newest future of work episode on their mind. Especially if you're thinking, what is your vision of life, right? Mine is, I want to build my personal transformation. So whatever I did after my PhD, according to my vision of life is building it family first, right? So I don't want to work 100% like next. I'm not trading off one-on-one -on -one hours, but instead I try to leverage all my skills so that I can earn money in time windows that are more convenient for my kids and me and also according to my whole life. Do you want to be employed or do you want to become an entrepreneur? Because if you want to become an entrepreneur, then you should also listen to the episode number 10, which is what makes a scientist a good entrepreneur. I Don't limit yourself to your most recent degree, but instead also look into your PhD, master, but also bachelor. For me, becoming a professor of industrial computational psychology after a couple of years in IT was to use and capitalize on my psychology that I learned for my professorship. So all my psychology knowledge and also my neuroscience knowledge was dead and buried for a couple of years in IT because no one was interested in that. But still, I was able to reconnect and to revive that knowledge, allowing my students to understand these kind of concepts in the face of their business challenges. And now it's time to thank Company ABC, who sponsors this episode of the Postdoc Transformation Show. I would now be reading the company's answers to one of six bold questions so that you can choose to apply. For example, number one, describe your most valuable experts versus leaders in your company. Have they typically earned a doctor title? Or number two, for which of your company roles or units do you encourage somebody with a doctor title to apply? Number three, how would you describe your organizational culture in which your most valuable experts and leaders thrive in? To nominate an employer of choice so that we can ask our informative, bold questions, click on the link in the show notes. And now, back to the Postdoc Transformation episode. 
This personal transformation show is brought to you by myself, of course, but also I have a team, which is one in the background, one of my master students, Priscilla. If you are here or watching this replay, thank you. And also Elisa, who has been proofreading a lot of episode notes and the whole background of that. And the same goes up for David, because he also read a lot of things and he had a lot of great questions and ideas, which I implemented. And so everything that you see behind the scenes, obviously is visible in front of you, was not built just on my knowledge, but also on the input of my personal transformation community, especially the team. So thank you again. Right. Next question on. I've got no business experience or industry research collaborations. How can I enter the business world? Well, yeah, that's a good question because that obviously comes from someone who almost towards the end of the PhD and has no research collaborations with industry partner. And if you are someone in your first or second year, I strongly urge you to think about industry collapse. Okay. So as soon as possible, as many as possible, if you can't do them anymore, because you're in the last year or so, this is like the question now, then I urge you to at least do your right research, so to speak on LinkedIn. So that means you should create your LinkedIn profile in a business friendly manner. So, you know, that it's not putting business people off. But instead of making them interested in your profile and what you've got to offer, once you have that, you can start to research and find people who are maybe helpful for your orientation. That doesn't mean that you have to ask them right away, but instead you can follow them and you can ask or you comment nice and smart questions, comments on their posts and everything so that it, it's becoming a warmer audience for you. Okay. If it is not making sense, then I urge you to also enroll in my free career transition email course because in email number three or four, I talk about how to build a sustainable LinkedIn profile and also talk about or write about how to research your favorite employers and stuff like that. Next question is, I'm afraid of letting down my board of supervisors by leaving academia. Okay, I understand this because it happened to me. So I have a very supportive diploma thesis supervisor. So when I started, there was no bachelor master system, but instead it was diploma. And my diploma thesis was supervised by Professor Dr. Sabine Winman. And I love her. She's my hero. And we are still friends. And I'm so glad that I had her. And she always knew that I wanted to apply to the International Graduate School of Neuroscience. And she said, well, we to get you in there. But just in case you don't get in there, I want you to have a safe place to learn. So I like you from your thesis. And I want you to have also funding for a PhD with me, if you don't mind. And I was like, yeah, I, I mean, that was the best second offer that I could have. Because I, I know her, I love her, and I wanted to work with her. And I see by the time I got the admission letter to the International Graduate School, I felt better because I knew that already was able to secure funding for a PhD with her. And she did that by applying 
personally with my information. So she got this funded for me and still I turned her down and started my PhD at the International Veterans School of Neuroscience. And that was a hard decision, but she told me that she will find someone else and I need to have my own agenda. So I was allowed to go and to start with the IGSN, which was in hindsight, a great decision. And I learned a lot and, you know, it, it turned out all great. And I think if you are in this position, I want you to listen also to the episode number four, how to leave academia without burning bridges. Once you go into your career, you always have the situation where you have to make hard decisions, especially if you are a business leader, a manager, you always have opportunity costs and you have to make the right decision for your own team, for your own whatever, right? So sometimes that means, you know, having a conflict and to anticipate a conflict, to resolve that indicates your value as a leader. And once you have determined your readiness to leap and you think, yes, this is the way forward. I want to transition into business or industries. Then you can, if you like, enroll in your free email course with 10 actionable, bingeable email lessons until you start your job in business. You'll get 10 emails that detail number one, how to leap out of science. Number two, how to build your sustainable LinkedIn profile. Number three, how to read social media and network. Number four, how to research your favorite jobs and employers. Number five, how to do information interviews to get insights. Number six, how to create your customized applications. Number seven, how to prepare your thesis from a business point of view. Number eight, how to apply to your favorite employers. Number nine, how to choose the right job offer. And number 10, how to prepare for your new job. Woohoo! So next question is, my graduate school does not support any career transitions and I'm broke. So I could afford private career coaching. If you see that your graduate school does not support career transitions, that's kind of naive because graduate schools overproduce PhD students. So because they haven't had supported PhD students in their career transition, that means you could be the one pioneering and making your PhD batches a favor. You're doing a favor to them because maybe you can ask them whether they want that as well. And then you can get a PhD career coach to speak at your graduate school. If you don't have anything, the best I can offer to you is my free email course with 10 emails. They are sent on demand only. So just when you are interested and ready to transition your career, this is really a great summary of what I also teach at graduate schools. When they book me, I also look into their students' CVs, job ads, and I coach them on negotiations with the employer. So I go much in depth at graduate schools when they pay me, but for all individual PhD students who can't afford my services, I also offer the readiness check for leaping into business. Hey, have you found this episode so far helpful for yourself? Well, maybe you can subscribe and also share this episode with your PhD bestie because that would encourage us to help the underprivileged, underrepresented and underserved early career scientists leaping into business. And now 
back to the show. My team and I were contemplating about this. Why do you sing your own music intro and outro? Okay. So one the hard answer is it's a low budget production, right? So I asked a couple of befriended singers and they literally said that they would be too much too expensive for me, which I agree. That sucks. If I'm not earning money from my free career resources, then I shouldn't waste my money on that. But instead, I want you also to think about your own transferable skills and to see them from a different perspective. Maybe you have something like this. I love the stage. I love singing. I love playing music. I love creating music. I love writing my own songs. I never become a singer. I did win prizes for <laughs> when I was 16, but I don't do this professionally anymore. And from time to time, I miss the stage. And going live in my real classes and also live on social media is something that I absolutely enjoy. And I think that singing on stage helped me to be okay on stage, right? So I want you to think about your own skills that maybe aren't really related to whatever you want to do in your life, but maybe they can help you to be less anxious, to be bold, and to leap into something that is unknown to you, but maybe which is more aligned to your vision of life. When you follow me on social media, on TikTok, and also Instagram, you'll see a more funnier side than I always share on LinkedIn. And I think that humor is also something that I share. I want you to think about this as a reminder that maybe you have a skill that you haven't had appreciated as such, or just put aside for a different time of life. But instead, it could be resurrected and used for different purposes. Repurpose that for your vision of life. Do you want the transcript of our episode and our episode sponsor's answers to all six bold questions so that you can choose to apply? Do you want to nominate your employer of choice so that we can ask them our bold questions? For all of that, check out our clickable links in our show notes. And on our website, www.postertransformation.com, you can also check your readiness to leap into a business or enroll in our free email course, Career Transition Made Simple. Thanks for your attention. I'm Professor Dr. Alan Winkles, the host of your weekly Post of Transformation show. Post of Transformation Postdoc transformation, postdoc transformation.